Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. It is so great that you are listening to us today. Thank you so much for making this your first listen when it comes to Duke Athletics. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. As I am your host, JJ Jackson, and you could follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Be sure that you follow and subscribe to Lockdown Blue Devils for free wherever you get your podcasts. It's available on every single platform. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Five-star Friday coming up, and we love giving you all of those shout-outs. Without further ado, on today's program, excited to be joined by Brian Kennedy from Duke Football Talk's Section 17 podcast. He's been on the program before. We have our Friday conversations typically with those guys every single week. But because it's a bye week, we're going to move it up ourselves and do this here on this fine Wednesday. So one quick break. When we come back, Brian Kennedy joins the show here on Locked on Blue Devils. Today's show is brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is a leader in college sports daily fantasy. Price Picks offers more college football props than anyone in the world and offers the star players of the Power Five as well as mid-major players you might not have ever heard of. Price Picks offers any prop you can think of from yardage to touchdowns and even interceptions thrown. You pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections and you can come up and win 10 times on any entry and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Make sure you use promo code Locked On, and that promo code will receive a 100% Instant deposit match up to $100. Prize pick allows mixed sport entries as you can combine basketball, football, basketball, and any other sport. It's an awesome thing to check out. As also, make sure you use the award winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made up in 60 seconds or less. It's really that easy. Price Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Check out PricePicks.com. Use promo code Locked On or go to your app store and download the app today. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Welcome back into the program here on Locked On Blue Devils. JJ Jackson hanging out with Brian Kennedy as uh, we're excited to be talking about Duke football once again. Get a little men's basketball thoughts as well as we are in this bye week for the Blue Devils. BK, it's been a minute since you've been on the program. How are you doing, my friend? Well, I, I think the last time I was on, JJ, I was very excited about the Duke-UNC matchup. And I got to tell you, not the outcome this uh, past weekend I was expecting. Uh, if any of your listeners listened to our podcast last week, I was the only one that predicted Duke to beat the Virginia Cavaliers. And boy, was I, yeah. as well as the entire Duke fan base, disappointed with the outcome. But you know what? It's football. You win some, you lose some. I'm just happy to be back on here with you. Let's be bearer of bad news together, Brian, as uh, it just clicked in my head as you were saying that, that since we last spoke, Duke football hasn't won a game. Do you really want me on the show anymore? <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because we, we keep saying this, if you think about it as a whole, we're two plays away from being five and two entering this weekend's game against, or I'm sorry, next weekend's game against Wake Forest. We're on the bye. Um, you know, a couple plays with Charlotte, a couple plays with GT, and we're one game away from being bowl eligible. But 
you know what? It happens. And it, we've seen this before with Duke football, unfortunately. But you know what? If there's one thing that I keep seeing and we keep seeing in the stands is that this team fights. This team does not give up regardless of the situation. And so who knows? Maybe we could shock the world and head into Winston-Salem and upset the number 16th team of the nation next weekend. It'll be a tall task, as you said, coming out of the bye week. Duke will play Wake Forest. They are number 16 in the country. On Monday, or excuse me, on Sunday, we will see a new Associated Press poll come out. So, Brian, there's still room for Wake Forest to climb in those rankings or possibly fall a little bit, given how uh, all of the college football games across the country go this upcoming weekend. And what a tall task that's going to be for Duke versus Wake Forest. What has been sort of the biggest difference in this football team when you look back at the past three weeks? If we're being honest with ourselves, it's not the players. And we've said that time and again. The players are doing everything they can do to try to get victories for this Duke team. We truly feel it's on the shoulders of the coaching staff. I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago after the Georgia Tech game. I felt like Jeff Ferris got into his own mind as far as the play calls. Play call. I mean, we were just not going down the field like we had gone down the field in the, uh, the first five games or so. And then this past week, I just I, – I, I got to tell you, I, I don't know what happened, but I could tell from the very beginning when we have our backup field goal kicker in, when Charlie Ham is on the sidelines in full uniform, not out, kicking a field goal, I, that has me wondering why are we benching our third most leading scorer this season, is it because he missed two field goals in the rain? Is yeah. it just coach wanted to change things up? So it's a lot of head scratching going on right now with some of the decisions that are being made on the sidelines. But who knows? Maybe this bye week is much needed to where Cutcliffe and his staff can get together, draw out a plan for these last five games, and get things back on track. Let's kind of look at the past few weeks for Duke. Again, they lose – Against North Carolina, a game that you and I previewed, they lose a final score in that one, 38-7. Lose by four to Georgia Tech at home, 31-27. And then last week, not competitive whatsoever with Virginia. Final score in that one, 48 to nothing. So over the past three weeks, 34 points for a Duke football team. They were reaching that margin in pretty much every game at the start of the year, those first four games in non-conference competition. So obviously the scoring numbers – have dropped drastically for Duke. And, yeah, I do kind of wonder about uh, decisions that have been made personnel-wise regarding multiple positions. And the fact that here we are in a bye week, Ryan, and we're talking about a kicker <laughs> being benched and sort of making a change there. Allswanger comes in and misses a 25-yarder nonetheless. That's crazy that this is where we're at. Considering where we were, really feeling good after a 3-1 and one start in non-conference play. And again, I've, I've been kind of the, the positivity train on our podcast, and I kind of felt like I've, I've met my wits end with that, just with what I saw this past weekend. Again, if we're really going to stay consistent with Coach Cutcliffe and the decisions, if we're talking last year, Chase Bryce would have been pulled after two games and Gunnar Holmberg would have had more opportunities to show that he could have led the team last year. But again, I don't try to delve on 2020, but – when I see Allswanger come in after one game where Charlie Ham has been consistent the whole season, he missed two again in the rain. It kind of makes me wonder, is Cutcliffe just trying to shake things up? Is he trying some new formulas? But I don't know. I I'm starting to get a little bit concerned because, again, the schedule's uphill 
for the rest of the year. We're not playing any cupcake teams. We're not playing any ACC schools that are really on a down year right now. It's going to be hard to get another win. I hate to say that because, to your point, we had so much promise coming out of the first four games to where we thought we would be bowl eligible probably around this time right now with with who we had played already. But you know what? It is what it is. We just got to look forward and hopefully get a couple more wins out of these next five games. Again, the last three weeks in ACC competition, Duke is right at uh, just over 11 points per game. They had the third best offense in terms of yards per game uh, before this past Saturday's game versus Virginia, and then were well, well, well underneath their average. So looking at the Blue Devils offensively, Teams know to scout for Mateo Durant at this point, right? Like you want to do everything you can to stop him. They're doing that for the most part. He has been way more quiet over the last three games than he was through the first four on the season. But is there anything else about the Stuke offense that has stood out to you in terms of their struggles? Uh, struggles? Honestly, the offense have surprised a lot of folks, and you even hit it the nail on the head. Mateo, he has been – I guess, contained more these last three games. But he's still on pace to break the single-season rushing record at Duke. He only needs 363 more yards to take over a record that's been set at Duke for 50 years. 1972, Steve Jones, 1,236 yards. I, I mean, if we're being honest here, I think Gunner's starting to show a couple of chinks in his armor. He had a couple of interceptions against Virginia. But I don't think it was so much his fault. We had rain in Virginia. Could have been the play calling, some mistakes yeah. by the wide receivers as well. But honestly, the offense has been our bright spot this year, J.J., if we're being honest. And I alluded to it earlier, but they have stayed in games to where if we're 15, 20 years ago during the Roof and Franks era, if we got down early, game was over. Fans would go to the parking lot first, second quarter because they knew the team wouldn't come back. This team has been down to Kansas. They've been down to Charlotte. They've been down to Georgia Tech. And some of those have been losses, but there have been other games to where we've come back and won. And I, I think we talked about it uh, during the UNC preview. This team is yet to have a complete game. They still have not had a complete game. And I'm just curious if we will have a complete game this year. So I think that's one of the biggest struggles they're having right now. They have to find that identity for their team. They have to play four great quarters of football. And if they do that, they're going to win games. It's as simple as that. Five games left on the schedule for Duke football here in 2021 at Wake Forest at home versus Pittsburgh at Virginia Tech, a Thursday night home game versus Louisville, and one final game at home versus the Miami Hurricanes there on November 27th. Let's take one quick break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about the Blue Devils defense with Brian Kennedy from Duke Football Talks Section 17 podcast. You're listening to Locked On Blue Devils. Today's show was brought to you by our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It's so good. 18 amazing flavors, six new flavors to choose from, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, carrot cake, apple almond crisp, and more. As Built Bars are healthy and great for the health conscious guy. Covered in 100% chocolate. That's a crime. That shouldn't be fair. And yet it's still good. Soft and easy to chew. And it is good for you. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in this delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for the keto diet. A great flavor like peanut butter. 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, and 5 grams of net carbs. 
you need to go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, Built.com, promo code LOCKED15, proud sponsor of Locked On Blue Devils. Today's show is also brought to you by our friends over at Bet Online. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action that you need here in 2021. With an updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. Also use promo code Locked On From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back into Lockdown Blue Devils. My name is JJ Jackson. I've got Brian Kennedy from Duke Football Talks Section 17 podcast. The season has flown by. It's just crazy to think about seven games in the books. A lot of talk leading up to this year about stadiums being opened back up, more fans back, a lot of excitement. The sport as its whole self in college football has had tons of upsets, Brian. I don't know about you, but these first seven weeks of football have been really, really entertaining for me, even if it does result in four losses for our Blue Devils. I think I speak for fans across the country. Just the fact that we're allowed to go to games has been the number one reason why this season has probably been the best season for years. I mean, I I can tell you, I'm watching Wednesday night football, Thursday night football, Friday night. I mean, the NCAA is playing almost every night to the point where my wife's going, is that football again? Yes, (laughs) it is. I mean, I think even tonight, App State and Coastal Carolina are playing. So, you know, it's just we're finally getting back to some type of normalcy. Win, lose, or draw. It's just good to be in the stands. Heck, we were in the stands getting rained on for the Georgia Tech game in Wallace Wade. We didn't care because this time last year we would have been watching on our TVs and not being able to go and watch the games live. So it's crazy. It's crazy to think that, you know, we're 10 days away or 11 days away from November. Have you gotten your Christmas shopping started yet? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. All right. So uh, we're in a bye week for Duke football. Uh, and then they'll be back next week, and they will play Wake Forest there in Winston-Salem. The Blue Devils' defense in ACC competition uh, has certainly struggled. Virginia puts up 48 this past weekend. The Cavaliers led 34-0 at halftime, and you know, quite honestly, Brian, took their foot off the gas a little bit in the second half. Uh, yep. Armstrong, their quarterback, threw 60 pass attempts the week before the Duke contest and was not needed to do as much at all versus that Blue Devils defense and secondary. What have you made of the effort on the defensive side of the ball? When we last talked, we were cautiously optimistic about this sure. team because coming in, the defense was the biggest suspect of this team heading into the 2021 season. After the first five games, we thought they're improving. They're getting better. All they can do is go up. I feel like they've kind of hit neutral right now. And we're starting to see some bad habits forming again, trying to arm tackle, misreading plays, not defending, you know, the wide receivers the way they should, not tackling the way they should. Now, granted, I said this the other night, 
Virginia has Megatron wide receivers. I've never seen all the wide receivers for Virginia. Like they, <laughs> I felt like they were all six, six and above. Yeah. But if there was ever a time for us to have a bye week is right now. I'm actually thankful that we're on the bye week. We get a week off to assess the situation, to look at film, to see what needs to be fixed. And then we work on fixing it before we play the ranked Wake Forest team. I still think that, again, this defense has a lot of potential. Sure. And I'm wondering which defense will show up for the last five games of the year. Will it be the defense we were talking about that has a lot of promise, a lot of optimism? Or will it be the defense that we've seen against UNC and Virginia that really was disappointing? Let's let's just be honest. Not trying to call out players or anything. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm just seeing, saying from what we saw the first four games to what we saw the last two out of three games, it's been disappointing. So I really, really hope that the coaching staff sits down, reviews film, can pinpoint some areas that they can work on and work on it this week to where we're ready as we can be for Wake Forest. If we were to highlight some bright spots on the defensive side of the football going into the year, a lot of conversation about Shaka Hayward being the leading tackler on the team coming mm-hmm. back into the season. Tons of hype for Dwayne Carter. Just really uh, hype that you haven't seen before from someone who barely played football a year ago for the Blue Devils. He's had a great year so far. Is there anyone else or, or just guys that you would like to sort of highlight on the defense? Let me young. He's done great. And yeah. We talked about it on our podcast. If he can stay healthy, he is going to be a focal point for our defense. And he's he's lived up to his expectations. Um, he's had, excuse me, he's had a couple of uh, – a couple of moments to where he's had lapses, but you know what? That's football. You can't be perfect all the time. You mentioned Shaka Hayward. He's just been great. Dwayne Carter, Josh actually interviewed him uh, earlier this week. He's just got a motor. And I, I know we've talked about it before, but we love players like that. Players that just give their all, don't give up until the whistle stops. It doesn't matter if he's right at the line with the quarterback or he's chasing a wide receiver. He's going to do anything and everything to help the team. It's just, again, this is a hodgepodge of players, and I love yeah. it. Last year we had Chris Rumpf and Victor Demukeji. We had those highlight players. But really, it's just a good bunch of kids that have been playing as best as they can. They've had some, some downfalls during some games. But, again, this is a team, a defensive squad that I can tell, and we've heard it from some of the players as well, that they just want to learn. They want to get better, and they want to do the best they can. So, while we haven't seen the, the best performances the past couple of weeks, there's still room for improvement, and I, I think they can improve. Yeah, hey, uh, improvement could be around the corner as, again, Duke's got four game, five games left on the schedule. Hopefully this bye week is helpful for them. You know how uh, the, the saying always goes in football uh, that you're not necessarily always injured, but you're always hurt throughout the season as you've just got these nicks and bruises that mm-hmm. continue to add up. I'm sure they're going to enjoy a Saturday off on the couch, BK. Yeah, um, and when we've talked about it, you know, we, we think Mateo Durant has been dinged up pretty bad. There yeah. were some games where he wouldn't let his teammates pull him up by a certain arm. We're not speculating, but it could just be the, the motions of the season, uh, being hit however many times during a game. I never played football. I had a cousin who played football at UNC, and – 
he told me the practices were almost worse than the, than the actual games themselves. <laughs> so on top of practice, you've got to go and play an opposing team on you know Friday, Saturday, and go through the motions again and get hit and get up and do it all over again. This is, again, not a better time for a bye week for this Duke team to just recuperate both physically and mentally as we head into these last five games. Let's sort of end with this. Let's talk about what's going on at the Section 17 podcast that you guys do. The Section 17 podcast is tremendous. While you're leaving us a five-star review, do the same for those guys over there. It certainly means a lot to uh, all of us involved. Every week you guys are doing your show, doing a preview of the upcoming game, sort of a recap of last week's competition, and you're able to talk with an announcer from the opposing team. Uh, I've never heard of an announcer for a bye week. And so you guys have kind of had to sort of transition the game plan and actually gotten the opportunity to interview some of the players. Kind of talk about how that came together, Brian, and what some of those highlights have been. So we've been very fortunate since last year. Um, You know, as we said, we started the podcast last year. We didn't really know the direction it was going to go. And we just put ourselves out there, JJ. I mean, we're, we're again, just four super fans, (laughs) and we will tweet the players we will DM the players. Sometimes I wonder if the players are wondering if we're stalking them. But <laughs> needless to say, we've spoken with Kate Parmalade. And then I believe I went after um, Porter Wilson based yep. off of um, he got he got some recognition from Pat McAfee, the famous kicker from West Virginia. And that opened the door to their communications director. And since then, we've just come out of the gates rolling. I mean, we, we interviewed Jake Bobo. That was a great interview. Josh was, spoke with him. Dwayne Carter. Uh, we have another interview in the works. I can't say who it is just for – Yeah. You no got to listen. Be on yeah, the lookout for released. it. That's a good tease. Yeah, but since we started last year and where we are now to where we've come, it's just been, I mean, night and day. We've been very fortunate, and thanks to the Duke football staff that have been accommodating to us, thanks to the play-by-play announcers, the color commentators from the other schools that have actually come on to our podcast. When I went out there, I'll be honest, the three guys were like, wait, you did what? It's like, (laughs) hey, instead of us trying to talk about a team, let's try to get someone that actually knows the team is with them week in and week out. And I got to tell you, knock on wood, the streak is going to continue. We're, um, I believe, uh, Stan Cotton of Wake Forest. Perfect. He's going to be coming on uh, next week, so I'll be interviewing him. So the streak lives on. But being able to get the players' perspective, talk with them, and just hear what they go through day by day and just get their perspective of the team has been really cool. And one thing that I've noticed and we've noticed from each player is that a diploma from Duke University almost means more than playing for Duke football. No doubt. And each player recognizes that and understands that there's more to football after college. A lot of these guys will not go to the NFL. A lot of these guys will get their diploma and go off into the real world like we all are. And so being able to just talk with them, we see them on the field, but we never know how is Jake Bobo going to be? How's Dwayne Carter going to be? What about Gunnar Holmberg? We've talked with him as well. And they've all been great, very accommodating. They've sat down with us. And so we had to change things up a little bit with the bye week, but we had some fun with our episode. Our alumni alley was about our favorite Duke players, uh, or Duke alumni, I should say. So we had a lot of fun with it. And, you know, this might be a recurring thing in the years to come with the bye weeks. 
I hope so. I mean, it was awesome to sort of listen to what Jake Bobo had to say. Haven't got to the next episode yet, but that's certainly queued up for me on my podcast app to get to what uh, Duke Football Talks Section 17 podcast. Jake Bobo, you'll find it by yourself. And then I believe you guys have Dwayne Carter with sort of a week. What, what else did you guys talk about on your episode this week, considering there wasn't necessarily a game, Brian? Unfortunately, we did have to recap the Virginia game. <laughs> and two of the four guys, Josh and Scott, were on trips, or I should say, Josh was doing a disc golf trip, so he had to listen to it on the radio. Scott was at a golf tournament, and he had to watch it on the phone or watch it on the phone for, I think, the first two quarters and then focused on this golf game. And then me and Jamie were the ones that endured as much as we could. But we talked about that. We interviewed Dwayne Carter. Um, We we honestly, if we're being real, we talked about the future of Coach Cutcliffe a little bit. That's what everybody's asking. Yep, and what it would take for him to – stay on as the coach past 2021 let's be real I mean we're going to need to see some results these last five games uh we did our alumni alley with our favorite Duke alumni mine was Christian Leitner outstanding choice Kentucky's native son as I like to say (laughs) just to mess with them a little bit but you know it it wasn't our atypical alum uh to where I had to tell the tape and we interviewed someone so we just had fun with it and if you haven't listened to the episode yet I highly recommend you do so Perfect. Yeah, make sure you do that right after you finish listening to this. All right, so uh, last thing we'll end it with, at the end of last week, before that Virginia game on Friday night, we saw Countdown to Craziness, which only means one thing. We are now less than three weeks away from the start of Duke basketball and the college basketball season. How ready are you, Brian? If I'm being completely honest, okay. and I told the guys this, I try to stay in football mode as long as possible. Fair. I, I mean – I'm not throwing shade at the Duke basketball team, but I don't like to intertwine my seasons. I want to be devoted to one season. So depending on how these next couple of weeks go with Duke football, I might be going closer towards (laughs) Duke basketball. But from everything I've read and everything I've seen, this is going to be a real exciting season. Uh, Coach K's final season. We're all trying to get to Cameron at least for one game to see the GOAT before he rides off into the sunset. But I'm very and very excited about what could be for this Duke team. And who knows? Maybe we can get one more national championship for Kay before he rides off. Who knows is the best way to put it. This is uh, this is perfect. You've been outstanding, Brian. I always do appreciate the time. Uh, and, again, I really want people to go check out the Section 17 podcast. Brian Kennedy joining us here today on Lockdown Blue Devils. Thank you for doing this, man. As always, JJ, I really appreciate coming on. And uh, good luck with the rest of your week. I appreciate that. That's Brian Kennedy joining us here on Lockdown Blue Devils. And what a great chat that was with our good friend. Again, I can't say it enough. Please go check out the Section 17 podcast. Duke Football Talk puts it together. Those guys are outstanding each and every week. The segments and things that they come up with, uh, you just can't find it anywhere else. So I would encourage you to go check that out. And the fact that they're getting to do interviews during the middle of the season with a couple of these players is just awesome. Their dedication certainly is being rewarded, and I'm grateful that they take time out of their schedule to join us here on this program each and every week. Again, make sure you follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore, and we're back at it again tomorrow with another edition of Locked on Blue Devils. That's going to do it for today's show. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you tomorrow. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you, and good day. Good day.